Welcome to the Property Report podcast. I'm Editor-in-Chief Liam Barnes, and this week I caught up with Richard Emerson, Country Manager of Savills, Myanmar, to discuss what has arguably been one of the most momentous weeks in the country's history since it declared independence from Britain in 1948. Last Sunday, the general election was recognised as Myanmar's first free election in 25 years, and it's also the first one Aung San Suu Kyi's National League for Democracy has participated in since it won an overwhelming majority back in 1990. While a fateful turn of events saw these results rejected and led to the military maintaining its stranglehold over the country for a further 21 years, this time around, the outcome looks to be very different. Although official results have yet to be confirmed, reports suggest that the NLD has swept to victory and is set to become Myanmar's first freely elected civilian government in more than half a century. I spoke to Richard about how this historic event will impact Myanmar's fledging business community, the reaction on the ground, and how the real estate industry can continue to grow under the leadership of a party with little to no government experience. The ruling USDP has, has, has conceded defeat and, and the NLD party looks set to become see, the, the first elected majority civilian government in Myanmar in, in more than half a century. Um, I mean, Richard, what does, what does that mean you know, for, for the country and, and of course, the, um, the real estate market? Thanks, Liam. Yeah, I think for the, for the country as a whole, it, uh, it clearly demonstrates the will of the people. There's a, a massive, overwhelming support in Yangon here and, and in most other parts of the country for the NLD party. And um, assuming everything continues on, on the path it appears to be going at the moment, then uh, I think you know, the majority of people would like to see the opposition coming to, in, in to, to run the country. In terms of the real estate market, well, I think we'll have to wait and see on that count. It's, um, you know, we, the, the election has largely been based on um, largely been based on you know, whether, in, whether or not the country goes forward on a, in a democratic way rather than on kind of party policies with regard to business or investment or real estate or any, anything else for that matter. So what we don't have any clarity on at the moment is exactly where the, where the new government is and in whatever form that might take and what their view are going to be will be going forward in terms of business environment, um, real estate, and obviously a lot of it, a lot of it will depend on the overhauling of the, the legal and regulatory system around those. Obviously with the opposition being so focused on, on winning and, you know, this, this historic election, there's not really been much kind of dialogue about what they'll do, you know, once once they're in power. I mean, obviously, in, in, in most countries, you know, the business community would, would undoubtedly be concerned, you know, that a party with, with little to no experience in governance has rose, you know, so dramatically to power. I mean, are people there, you know, are they worried that, that their lack of experience could potentially have a detrimental impact on, on business, you know, on business and property sector? Um, I think on, on the ground, I'm not, I'm not getting that impression generally. I think um, you know the, the, the leader of the opposition party has clearly gone online and and said to people, "Vote, vote me in, and we will we will make sure that everything is okay." They they will organise themselves accordingly. I think that one thing that is that is clear is that they will continue to work with those um, good 
quality and, and well-experienced people based in uh, the regional government like uh, the Yangon um, City Development Committee, for example. So there will be some continuity in terms of the higher-level people in those positions being able to continue and do what they were doing previously. So it's not just a completely cold start from, from nothing. It remains to be seen how they deal with the rest of it, but uh, I'm sure they will, they will get the right people in place to and then start to start to things forward. But um, like I say, there are there are people uh, involved in the government who are not necessarily um, yeah, the high political powers. They've also had a very strong effect in terms of change um, and making things move forward over the last few years. But no, I think we you know, we're really looking for new blood to come in and um, and take up the mantle of those people um, and and continue to sort of push things forward. You know, I know there are a few a few groups already there in in Yangon who have who have kind of you know been helping to do so. But will there will there be an increase in kind of you know support from from outside? I, I think there will undoubtedly. I mean, you're right in saying that there have been a lot of groups here already. You know, there's been substantial support from the Japanese government, Singaporean governments, and obviously previously Chinese governments. Um, in, in terms of this change, um, and I think now that the election is passed and assuming things continue to move forward as they appear to be, then there will be increasing um, European involvement um, and from other countries around the region as well. So yeah, I, I think that I, it will be natural for the next government to, to reach out to those people in order to put in place best practice and new, new standards and laws and, um, in order to, uh, to improve things for the future. I mean, going back to uh, some of the uh, well, one of one of the main topics that was discussed at the uh, the property the recent property report congress was the was the condo law. I mean, this was this was obviously a key talking point uh, in, in 2014. Uh, little has been said about it uh, of late. Obviously, a lot of you know well, the majority of the attention's obviously been on this election. Uh, there's been a you know obviously been a subsequently a noticeable, noticeable slowdown in the in the real estate market. But going going back to that condo law, I mean, one of the uh, I think one of the revealing statements from from that panel um, in the Congress was the fact that the the law itself won't be as as encompassing as originally thought. I mean, could you could you briefly outline some of the key? I guess let's start with outlining some of the key benefits associated with it, and also maybe highlight some of those some of those uh, grey areas. Yeah, well, I think you know it, 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 it's widely misunderstood to a certain extent that the condo law is purely around foreign investment and, and foreigners being able to purchase property. Actually, in, in reality, that's far from far from the case. The condo law is the vast majority of what's been drafted so far is more in relation to um, land and title uh, in in terms of how the buildings can potentially be owned and managed on a collective basis and how the underlying uh, structure of that can be changed in order to to benefit the owners. Um, That coupled with increased um, regulations and um, uh, rules around the actual management of the buildings on on an ongoing basis as well in order to protect the owners. So most of the law, I think, has been around that. Then obviously the the additional um, uh, idea of uh, bringing in some form of foreign ownership is also in there too. But I think you know, the law's been in the planning stage now for you know, the best part of three or more years. Um, and it, it, the drafts that we've seen to date have, have still been missing an awful lot of substance. Um, and there's a lot that's not been included in there that probably needs to be included in order that they can be enacted um, effectively. Now, I think the interesting thing going forward will be for the new government, they obviously will have a, a multitude of uh, 
outstanding legislation that's not been passed by the, the previous government. Um, I'm sure they'll have some slightly different ideas about how some of those should move forward in the future as well. Um, so it's a case of time. It will take a long time for them to work through what they've got on the table that needs, that needs um, to be pushed forward. And then obviously there'll be a, a sort of priority list. Um, and we, we remain to see how... Um, how high up the priority list is the condominium law will be. What I think will actually happen is it will be lumped in with some of the other outstanding laws with regard to more more wide-ranging land laws, for example, and maybe will be considered in a, in a, a comprehensive fashion rather than as an isolated piece of legislation, which maybe at the moment doesn't include a lot of the things that it, that it needs to. What are some of those other, um, other kind of key laws then we can expect to see uh, coming into play in the next year? Um, well, there's still outstanding law around foreign investment, for a start, um, um, and land, land law is something that's been working for quite a long time. But I think you'll find that, if, that there will be a strong desire to go back to basics in terms of law full stop and how that is actually dealt with going forward uh, in terms of rule of law as much as the actual individual pieces of legislation. As we said, there would be a lot of uh, a lot, a lot of kind of a lot more priorities on the list. But realistically, can we can we expect to see any movement in the, in the next 12 months? I, I think that will very much depend how long it takes for the um, the new government to get uh, to get themselves established. I mean, at the moment we're, we're due to wait until March in order to have a new president elected, um, so that's still a few months off. And then after then, you know, there, there will be a, a period of, of change when the new government actually takes its position. So. Uh, you could easily see quite a lot of next year slipping away under under the process of change rather than actual um, enacting of legislation. So we'll have to see. You know, very difficult to speculate either way at the moment. Finally, touching upon the you know the the, the market in general, um, can we can we now expect to see a few more kind of projects um, starting up? You know, kicking into play. Maybe a, a few that have been stalled. Some new some new supply coming onto the market in the next few months. Um, I think that you will undoubtedly see that now. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting timing that the, you know, the election, elections have coincided with actually the launch of or, or the completion of quite a few new projects. Um, we've seen the ATTL project substantially coming into the market this quarter. Um, you know, there's other office buildings that are, are nearing completion as well. Um, and quite a lot of condominium development going forward. So uh, now, yeah, as, as this election process begins to, to complete um, and uh, foreign investors and local investors begin to see some more stability in the environment locally, then I think, it, you know, from our experience and the types of people that we've been dealing with here on the ground uh, in terms of advice, then yeah, I, I think there's an awful lot more to come. How, how do you think that will, um, will affect the, uh, the prices? Um, obviously, in order to maintain or... Yeah, and to take up the, the supply that's coming to the market this year and will and will continue to over the next two or three years, then we need foreign investment to continue. We need we need those companies who have been holding back to come into Myanmar and take up office space and take up residential space for their staff. Um, that's, that's obviously very important. Um, you know, there are local drivers as well. The local businesses are expanding at the same time as the foreigners are coming in as competition. Um, in terms of the housing market, 
Our theme music is Hot Swing by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons.